Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy that you are. It has honestly been a minute since I've been able to consistently sit down and record these podcasts for you guys. I've honestly missed it so much, and I think it's just one of those things that had to take a back burner for a minute. But I'm back, and I feel so much better right now. I've been in such a weird mental space lately with just being unmotivated and just having so many questions about my future that it's been just super confusing. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that. I think that there's a lot of moments or periods in our lifetime where everything just feels super weird and it's like we're entering into a new phase and we don't know what we're doing. I felt this way before I went into college. I felt this way after I graduated college. And now I'm feeling this way as I enter into grad school and just trying to get into the groove of things again has been so weird for me. So I'm really sorry that I haven't been here more often, but I'm hoping that this is going to be a little bit of a turning point for me. It is officially August and I'm so excited for just the prospect of a new month. So I'm going to do my best to get more of these podcasts out for you guys, maybe do some extra ones here and there. And I really appreciate you just continuing to listen. It means so much to me and I'm just so happy that you're here and that we're back chit-chatting today. I saw the Barbie movie last week and I know everyone is raving about it. So definitely let me know what your thoughts were if you did go see it, but it put me in a super reflective mood and I was just thinking about how I've treated myself in the past and I was thinking about my inner child and how I need to be taking care of her. And I think it was a really good reminder for me because I feel like in everyday life, we get so caught up in like adult things, if that makes sense. Like we're caught up in bills and money and career and relationships and just all these things that we've got going on, which I get that we have to deal with. But I think that it was a really good reminder for me that there is an inner child inside of me that needs tending to, that needs caring. And I think that the more we prioritize our inner selves like that, the better of a relationship we're going to have with ourselves. I think I've been able to learn more about myself and grow my relationship with myself throughout the past few years more than ever before, and I really do attribute that to how much alone time I've had. After I graduated college in 2020, I didn't really go into a traditional 9-to-5 job right away. I was working from home. Obviously, you know, COVID was doing its thing, and it was just a really stressful time because everyone was at home, everyone was feeling isolated and I think that it impacted a lot of us more than we might think. Now that my job is entirely done from home, I'm not seeing people on a daily basis. Sometimes I spend my entire day completely by myself and honestly being alone so often can be really difficult and I'm pretty sure that everyone has struggled with it at some points but it can feel really scary. Some days I literally wake up and I maybe only talk to the person at the grocery store or in like the coffee drive through line and I don't see friends super often and my boy friend was away for most of the summer and so just being alone a lot can be a really scary thing to experience especially when you're not in a position to change it. Like for example, I don't really want to go to an in-person office job. I love working from home. I think that it's definitely best for me and my lifestyle, but at the same time, it can feel really isolating and being alone a lot of the day can feel scary. It can feel isolating, like I said, and it can feel really lonely. It definitely had a big impact on how I was doing mentally and I really had to just learn to embrace it instead of viewing it as this negative thing. Now this was easier for me because I do think of myself as an introverted person and so sometimes I do want that alone time and sometimes it does feel really great to just rest and recharge and do things by myself for myself but at the same time I think that we're human and we all crave some sort of social connection at some point right we just want to you know have a chat with someone or maybe grab a bite to 
eat with somebody and I think when we don't have that consistently and we're being alone a lot of the time it doesn't always have the best impact on our mental health so I think that it was really important that I took time to reframe how I viewed being alone in order to really transform how I spent that time and that's honestly what I wanted to talk to you guys about today we're gonna cover a few things number one finding your inner introvert number two learning to appreciate solitude and number three how time alone can actually make you a better person now I'm gonna preface this by saying that this is really all about how you look at things when I started to realize that I would be spending most of my days alone this summer I think that my immediate reaction was oh my gosh I don't know what I'm going to do with myself I'm gonna be alone and lonely and sad and it's just gonna be a depressing summer that was my initial like gut thoughts but then I had to remind myself of the benefits of being alone and how it can really make your life better and I think that at the end of summer as we enter into August I really just reflected on my summer last night or the night before and I definitely decided that I do feel like my time alone was necessary for my growth as a person. My time alone gives me more benefits than it does negatives. And ultimately, I decided that everybody really should be spending time alone with themselves at some point. I think that it's, like I said, crucial to our growth as people, but it also has a lot of hidden benefits that I want to talk to you guys about today. So here's how I deal with being alone a lot. Number one, finding your inner introvert. Now, I'm not saying that this is a fact, but I really do believe that everyone has some sort of inner introvert inside them. Finding this person inside you and allowing it to come out whenever you find yourself with some extra alone time is one of the best things I've ever done for myself and I think it could be for you too. I honestly always thought that I had to be out and about all day in order for that day to feel well lived. Like at the end of the day when I lay down my head's on the pillow, how do I feel about the day? Well, if I typically spent that day completely alone, I would always feel a little less satisfied. But after experimenting with being alone and just finding that inner introvert in myself, which was easier for me, but I really do think that everybody has it to some extent. But I just want to say that being alone and finding that inner introvert inside of yourself can open so many doors that you don't know exist. I've talked about solo dating before, but it is something that I honestly swear by. Going out with yourself, asking yourself questions that you would ask a date, and just beginning to build that, you know, personal relationship with who you are and yourself, I think really makes a big impact on how we go about our day-to-day -day lives. That inner introvert in me means that I will go out, I'll get myself a coffee, I'll grab a book, and then I'll spend the rest of the day enjoying my little fantasy land and I think that it really just helps bring me a lot of peace. Maybe your inner introvert likes to do something else or maybe you like to do nothing at all. Maybe you're gonna binge watch your favorite show or maybe you're gonna go take a, you know, a nice walk where it's all quiet and peaceful. There really are so many things that you can start doing to embrace your inner introvert and when you start looking at it through almost essentially rose-colored glasses, being alone doesn't feel so bad. Instead, you start viewing being alone as an opportunity to connect with yourself and to indulge in the things that you love. That leads me into number two, which is learning to appreciate solitude. This has honestly made the biggest difference for me. If you're somebody who works from home or maybe you're doing school at home or for whatever reason you're spending a lot of time by yourself, if you can learn to appreciate solitude, it will change your life. What helped me do this the most was realizing that this is my time to embrace my own interests. I honestly spend so much time catering to others. I'm a people pleaser and I probably will be until the day I die, but sometimes I really forget to do that same 
kind of self-care for myself. When it clicked for me that my time alone was essentially a code word for being able to do whatever I want, whenever I want, suddenly being alone felt like an opportunity. If I found myself with an entire day to myself, I would take it as an opportunity to do something that I wanted to do. For example, I've been really getting into sewing lately, so I spent last weekend, I believe, going to the thrift store, I found some different clothes and patterns that I liked, and then I came home and I made myself a new pair of shorts, I made a little like pouch thing and I really just spent the day being creative and doing things that made me happy. Now I was alone that entire time. I wasn't with friends. I wasn't with anybody else. I was by myself but it didn't feel like I was lonely if that makes sense. And that's because solitude doesn't equal loneliness and once you realize that the shame around being alone goes away. When I tell people how often I'm alone and by myself and how I kind of enjoy it and how it makes me really happy I think my initial or the initial reaction I get is okay then you're just alone person, you have no friends, whatever, when in reality that wasn't the case. I just started viewing being alone as an opportunity to really indulge on those things that I wanted to do. And when you do that, you remove having to ask anybody else if that's what they want to do because you're just indulging in what you want to do. Like for example, if my boyfriend were here when I went thrifting, he probably would have not had a great time because it's not really his thing. And then he wouldn't have been able to sew with me. So he would just like awkwardly sit there and sure he could do something else, but there really is just something beautiful in doing things by yourself for yourself. I used to always worry about feeling lonely. I used to fear that if I didn't go out every day or if I didn't meet up with somebody that I would become a lonely, sad person. Even if I was the one who wanted to stay in, like I said earlier, I do have that introverted nature. So a lot of the times I don't wanna go out. I would rather just stay in and hang out by myself. But I was so afraid of that meaning I was lonely that I was unable to see the benefits that came along with it. So the next time you find yourself with some alone time and you're just feeling kind of gross about it almost where it's like oh I really don't want to be alone right now this is so boring I'm lonely I don't have anyone to hang out with I don't have xyz I think we really need to just look at it from a different perspective I think it's amazing how when we change our perspective of things we can not only change the outcome of our day but we can change the outcome of our lives I did spend a lot of time thinking that solitude was something to be feared instead of embraced and I think that when I started to really appreciate it I was able to to deal with being alone a lot better. Now, number three is all about how spending time alone can actually make you a better person. And I think that this really comes down to self-reflection and self-discovery. When you're constantly surrounded by other people or events or places or things, and you're constantly doing something other than thinking about who you are and engaging in that kind of self-reflective attitude, I think you're really missing out on a big part of being human. Now, again, this is just completely my opinion, but when I was 16 years old, I started to do bullet journaling and I've talked about it before and it's something that I honestly couldn't live without. I love it so much. But every month, if I remember, I'll basically sit down with the goals or the like ambitions list that I wrote out for that month. And I'll do a little reflection on how I think my month went. Throughout this process, I'll write down things like, what did I do well this month? How can I do better next month? You know know, what made me upset this month, what made me smile this month, all sorts of things. And I would always do that with a cup of coffee, I would light a candle, I would make it a whole little almost like vibe for myself where I was hanging out and having a good time just reflecting on how my life is going. But rarely would I ever engage in true self-reflection of who I am as a person. How am I better now compared to how I was five years ago? Where do I want to be in 10 years? What do I want to look back and, you know, smile at when I'm 80 years old? These are questions that you can ask yourself when you are alone 
alone and you want to essentially participate in a little bit of self-improvement or of self-discovery. I think taking time to reflect on who you are and who you want to be is something that makes everyone a better person. And it doesn't always have to be in a stereotypical way where it's like, a, oh, you're a better person because now you're working harder or now you're achieving more. I more so mean like, I used to be really hard on my like outward appearance. I struggled with my weight for a really long time and just, you know, insecurities. And I think that it took me a while to finally engage in a little bit of self-reflection and realize that that part of who I am doesn't define me. And I'm a better person now because of it. I've been able to work through things I've gone through and now be that better person. I think that this is something that I definitely like to do at night just because it feels like it's a little bit more reflective of a time for me, but I can also really see people doing it in the morning as well or really just whenever you have time that was just like a preference of mine but sometimes I'll make my drink I'll light a candle and I'll just do a couple of different journaling prompts to get to know myself better I know an initial reaction to hearing that might be oh but I am myself like I know everything about myself but I really do think that there's just so much we can learn about our actions our behaviors our thoughts our feelings and when we really do spend time being alone and we spend time with our own thoughts I think that that comfort that comes from it can and really be beneficial to us as people. Finding that comfort in your own presence, finding that comfort in who you are and learning more about yourself every day is something that can really push you forward in life and just give you a little bit more self-security. I don't really know what the word would be for that, but just that feeling of you know who you are, you know what you want, you know what you want to do, all of those kind of thoughts and feelings can come from being alone and engaging in this self-reflection. I really wanted to share these things with you guys because I know that a lot of us do spend a lot of time alone and I think that our initial reaction to it might always be negative. We might view alone time as something to be feared and not to be embraced. And I really just want to remind you that finding your inner introvert, appreciating solitude, and becoming a better person through self-reflection are all things that you can gain from being alone. Like I said, I feel like in the past few years, I've completely transformed as a person and I really do credit it to how much time I've been able to spend just by myself. So if you're also somebody who works from home or maybe you're just at a point in your life where you're finding yourself with more alone time than ever before, consider it a gift. Consider it something for you to enjoy, to embrace, to appreciate. When you change that perspective, like I mentioned earlier, it can really transform the way you go about your day-to-day -day life. Changing my mindset and just my understanding of what being alone meant really enabled me to embrace it for its positives because there there are so many. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for listening. I'm so happy that you tuned in and I really hope that you were able to gain some value from today's podcast. If you enjoyed it, feel free to rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It would really mean a lot to me and it also really helps the podcast get out to more people who might benefit from it as well. But thanks again for listening. I'm so happy to be back and to be recording again. I honestly can't wait to see what we're going to chat about next. If you have any questions or if you just want to talk about something, feel free to DM me over on Instagram. I love to chat with you guys over on there. But I think that about does it. So I guess I will talk to you guys all next week on Onwards and Upwards. Bye, guys.